Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all things pop culture that you consume. The stuff you are insatiable for, the stuff you find truly bingeable. Okay, you guys, so today we are gonna be just going into the whole pop culture of it all. I have like a whole grab bag of topics here. And to help me sort through the mess is <laughs> one of my favorite messes, my sister in the Lord, my favorite person, Nelson Castillo. Hello. Hi. Hi. She's here, you guys. <laughs> she made it. She made it through the fog. She made it through the rain, like how Mariah said. <laughs> she got herself here. And things are open like so we were just like having a little discussion that like bars are open you guys like people are out and about again they're open yeah things are things are open it's it's fun and it's kind of scary you know so um <laughs> but it's nice because you know we've been all locked up for years so i think that you know there are still a lot of people that are just like how do we behave we don't know how to behave and now the mask mandate is gone so we don't have to wear masks but I think some people are so like, I still bring mine with me. This, I think it's like a crutch. I think going forward for a couple of years too, maybe some people might just have emotional support masks, maybe <laughs> like just to make sure that, you know, everything's okay. I honestly so. think that that's very true. Like I do, I, I usually have a mask in like my back pocket and it feels really weird when you like leave the house now without one. You know, and yeah. it's just like, oh, no, like I need this. And then I think the other thing, too, is it's like sometimes it's just like, I don't want to be fucked with. So I'll put on a mask. Rude. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, please don't talk to me. I have a yeah. mask on. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I think if I lived in New York City right now and if, or if I was somewhere that there is public transportation that I was relying upon, oh, yeah. I think I would have on sunglasses, a mask and headphones like you ain't coming near <laughs> Like Absolutely I'm like, right. yeah, be like I got a helmet. Like I'm gonna be like Tron up in this bitch. Like I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when I lived in Chicago. Yeah, that was definitely a sure way to not talk to anyone on the train. You know, it was like put your headphones in, put your sunglasses on, and then keep your head down. Maybe no one's gonna bother you at all. <laughs> oh, it's a gamble. If you see me out in the neighborhood, out and about, if you see me at the local grocery store, and you say, "Hey." I might not be ignoring you. I might have my sound on. I just have my earbuds in because you don't know if my sound is on. It's just like a surefire way to be like force field. Stop. Don't talk yeah. to me. My earbuds are in. And it gets real crazy too when you're like in a public place and somebody has to say something to you like real stupid and you have to like take out your earbud and they say yeah. nothing that makes any sense that has nothing to do with you. And you're just <laughs> like, you just made me waste some time. Plus, I'm always concerned, too, because of this whole situation about, like, ooh, do I got germs on my hands? So you made me touch my earbud with my my dirty hand. Now I got to put this back oh in my, my ear. Like, I go into those. <laughs> like, it's a full anxiety meltdown spiral. And she is not there. But yeah, it's, it's been crazy, though. So, like, seeing, like, the bars and everything open up. Have you... have you've been on Instagram yet today? Have you been looking around what's going on in the world? Um, I've been on Instagram. I haven't looked at any of the stories, you know, my mm -hmm. Instagram is just like, you know, hot daddies and like puppies. So <laughs> I'm trying to like change my algorithm. So like now it's a little bit more like cultured and I get lots of like 
crazy, you know, housewife shit and all that kind of thing. But then I also have like all the clubs and it seems like yeah. everybody is out and it's like, you know, yeah. the, the Eagle LA opened up last night. Oh yeah. I saw that the Eagle LA opened up. Yeah. I did yeah. see that on Instagram. Sorry. Yeah. Pre- precinct um, they had a line Thursday. down the block. Yeah. yeah precinct, all our favorite LA places. I know that all of our San Diego bars have been kind of like open, but it's amazing. Like what's going on with all of them, like how Riches is going to keep the day lounge, but now their inside is open. So it's very. Abby. Oh, they're going to do both. Yeah, it's gonna oh, be like that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be very Abbey San Diego, but without all the issues and yeah. all the people that work there are all all gay. Um, but like, <laughs> like I saw that Dua Lipa last night was at Evita, like celebrating and shit. And so, oh wow, yeah, drag race girls are just running around these clubs. Some of them without face. Yeah, we saw just like we saw Simone at precincts, right? And yeah, I think Candy Muse showed up too yeah yeah just just as boys just kind of having some fun turning up and i think it's just everybody yeah. right now like i saw kixie um she i think she's probably she she was like out in stockton i think last night at some dance club i saw that on her stories i'm totally stalking her and she's like i want her on my show but anyways <laughs> kixie, yeah little kixie vixen styles like i was like looking at her and she's like out just as a boy, just having fun in the club, dancing and everything else. I think everybody just needs that release. So everybody's just like waiting for that moment to just un- unveil. But you yeah. see like Meatball, I think she's sleeping at Precinct right now. She's been there every <laughs> night. <laughs> we love her. Did you see the mess? It's not a mess. Okay. I felt one way about it. I texted it to the group this morning. So I don't know if you saw it yet. With the, yes. with the party. No, fire. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I didn't know how to feel yeah. about it. And I was conflicted because at first, at first visual, I was like, oh, no, they didn't. But then after a minute, I was like, okay, I'm here for it. So, um, and these are actually people that are on my, like, these are friends. These are people who are in my orbit who are actually like Facebook friends, which is, you know, Facebook ill, but yeah. still. But like Corey Craig and um, legendary party promoter, Daniel uh, Nar- Nardicio. How do you say his name, Nardicio? I don't ever say it right, you guys. I sound sure. like I sound like Ramona. <laughs> it's like Ramona from like the Housewives. DiGiorno, like, I'll yeah. go with that one. You know, I don't, pizza, that yeah. sounds good to me. But anyways, Daniel had like the underwear parties. He was probably one of the first promoters to really mainstream underwear parties. And like when they started oh, getting cool. like, like, I, I want to say that, like, remember Ginchgon? Yeah, I remember, girl, I remember Ginchgon. I had some Ginchgon okay, underwear. So <laughs> okay, so Ginchgon was an underwear brand back in the day. And for some reason, when you go to, like, Palm Springs or, like, random sounds like Vancouver in their clearance section, there's always, like, one pair of Ginchgon. It's like, where did they find these? <laughs> but, like, like, and they were, like, they soup. They were crazy panties, too, because they didn't, like, they were, like, low-rise briefs. And they didn't give much they were coverage. Really cute. Yeah, they were really cute. I could make me some really cute coins when I would dance um, in those. I'd be like, I'm going to pull these out. This is before I discovered Nasty Pig, though, of course, because now, you know, I'm 100% a Nasty Pig girl. Uh, okay, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> you, but yeah, you, I, I love to meet some some Ginch Gonch. I'm not even sure if they're still around. No, I don't think they are. I Like, I'm telling you, they're just like a clearance item that you'll find, like, on eBay. Yeah. Like, but and they like, used to be expensive too. Like they weren't like, you know, Calvin Klein underwear. They were like, I think it was the first time I ever really spent, I think over $50 on a pair of underwear. You it know, was really, like, it, that's, 
it was that time. It was that time. It was yeah. like early 2000s. You know what I mean? Like American Idol was on the TV. We were wearing socks as armbands <laughs> and you were wearing yep. guns, you know? And so yep. you, like, did yep. you have a, did you have a studded belt back then? Um, no, I didn't, but I did have like wristbands and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you like feel like really, he was a skater boy. Like you were like, like you were like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So Avril Lavigne, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so Daniel Nargisio, he had this party last night in the Pines. And so he had his, his world famous underwear party up in, up in Fire Island. And one of the things that was on the flyer, you guys, and at first I was like, I'm not sure about this, but okay. So it was a $20 cover or $15 at the door with password Juneteenth. Or an Andrew Christian Undies. So he's still got his his deals going. This man, he's a legend. Like he really, he's one of like the promoters that I first noticed when I lived in New York City when I was like a kid. And I was like, this guy knows what he's doing. But then I saw that last night and I was like, you say Juneteenth to get in, you know? And it's like, okay. What? Um, yeah. I guess. And then I was like, you know what? No, they should be because it should be something normal. Like it needs to be a household name. Juneteenth needs to be something that everybody knows now. And people don't because it's been it's been washed out of our education. It's been washed out of everything. So I'm actually okay with them saying, say Juneteenth adore. And not only that, but the thing is, is they hired a black DJ. Hello. We don't see that a lot in our circuit parties. It's an issue. We don't see that a lot. But I mean, yeah. Corey Craig is also a legend. In there you his go. Own, there um, you because go. Corey Craig, Corey Craig <laughs> is like, I love whenever I see Corey Craig, you know, somewhere and it's like, girl, you know, she's going to turn the party. Like, and beyond that, like, I know Corey personally, he's just such a nice guy. So I don't have anything bad to ever say about Corey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Corey, Corey's one of those, those DJs who, again, somebody when I was in early 2000s noticing when I was out and about on my journey, and he would always be playing the best music. And so I would actually go to clubs by myself if he was playing. And then I would end up finding a boy and not being by myself anymore, but still. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so when I saw that, and I know that some people, because I know that some people were like blowing up the spot and they're putting it on Instagram because it's, it's showing up today in people's timelines. And this episode comes yeah. out on Thursday. So it'll still be impressed people's minds. But in my head, I'm okay with it. Um, let's say Juneteenth at the door especially if you are hiring black people to work for your party yeah. and he, and it wasn't a token hire either. He's been hiring him. You know what I mean? These two, they go back. Yeah. He's been hiring him. Yeah. yeah. For sure. But so. so, so it's like all that and all this, and like, I want people to know Juneteenth now, now people will Google it. People will see that, you know, it's, it's basically when the slaves were freed, you know, finally in three years later, but anyways, <laughs> look it up guys. So I'm not going to give a whole like lesson here. And then the other thing too, is you have to think about it. <laughs> Is like, you know, like the gay dialect, you know what I mean? Like, have you seen that meme that goes or the TikTok that's like, okay, so what are Saturdays for? He's like, Saturdays, Saturday fun days. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen no, that? No, I haven't seen it, but I okay. feel like I've seen it by you. I'm gonna, it, I'm, so gonna, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna find the audio and I'm gonna drop it right here. Hey Phil, hey Phil, what are Saturdays for? Sunday, Saturday, Monday. No, yeah. no, what else were they for? Saturday. You guys heard that just now. So that's basically what I'm thinking in my head, those little voices. And I'm thinking, you know, these little gay boys at the door going, Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, did I say five dollars? 
you know? <laughs> Saturday. And here's my other thought about it. Now, if you are getting a discount at the door and people are just opening up parties and like, this is like a thing, you guys, please tip the door. Give the door a couple bucks. That person, yes. Take care of your people when you are out right now. That's the other part about this. Is that everybody, the go-go boys, the people that, you know, giving you paper towels in the bathroom. Like you need to be taking care of everybody right now because we have all been unemployed for a year. There you go. And this is like, and and the thing is, is I realized too, like after like all this is that like, you know, I make a living, you know, I have a day job, but the thing was, is like yeah. my extra money really did fund other things in my life. And even my like donations and the other stuff that I do was coming yeah. out of my extra money that I made in nightlife. And so I would think, so here's my thing. I'm going to challenge everybody who's listening right now. And so you're listening in like right now, you're talking to two people who work in the nightlife industry. We both have promoted, we both do parties, we go, go, we serve, we do what we need to when we're out there. Think about it this way when you're going out for the night. If you're going to be making a night of it, put 10 ones in your pocket and find places to tip people for just exemplary service or just because they're there. Like your bathroom attendant, your door person, a dollar is going to go a far way. You don't have to give a $5 bill. If you can afford $5, if you can afford $2 to everybody, if you can afford more than that, then God bless you. Then buy bottle service and you better tip everybody. But the thing is, it's like, yeah. Put 10 extra bucks in your pocket. It's not much. And just throw a dollar here and there. And the thing is going to make yeah. you feel better. It's going to make those people remember you when you come yeah. back. And the thing is, is, and those people will be on your side. I mean, like, it's one of those things that if you if you tip the door person and then you, like, get back and your stamp is washed off, that door person's going to be like, oh, I remember you. You know what I mean? And they're going to let you come back in. Yep. It's that Absolutely. kind of thing. So it's, it's that kind yeah. of nightlife thing that I think that we really just need to, like, look at and just, like, remember that our restaurants and everything aren't fully staffed either. And so just be good to people and like, if you're going to yeah. go out and have fun, go out and have fun, but and you don't have to be an asshole about it. The other thing I'm noticing now too, also in the social meds about, you know, the pandemic was hard for all of us. And for some people, yes. I have noticed, you know, a lot of people have become um, very, oh my God, what was the word I was going to say? Um, they become very self-starter, very entrepreneurial in this time. And I'm seeing so many OnlyFans pop up. Oh my God. Okay. Does every DJ have an OnlyFans now? Like I'm seeing like DJ Christian, <laughs> Dan DeLeon got an OnlyFans. Like everybody's popping up with them. And it's just like, oh, so this is like, this is it. You know what I mean? And like, and it's just- I think Dan Darlington has one too. Cause I always confuse Dan Darlington and Dandelion, I think, for the same person, and they're not. No, they are not. They are both. They are both beautiful men, but two different like yes. varieties of, of beautiful men. Like Dan DeLeon is the one who plays like um, the ha- like the poppy kind of house, I think. You know, and he's yes. got, he's got the more Latino daddy look kind of to him. And then you got like, and he looks Miami though too. You know what I mean? He looks a little bit like South Beach. I don't know why I yeah. think that. And then Dan Darlington is just like daddy Darlington with a huge bulge and all that chest fur. Yeah, yeah. I love him. I follow him. I stalk him on my IG. I think he was here last week because he showed up on my scruff and I like looked back at him. 
Um, I didn't get a wolf back, and that's totally fine. But <laughs> he wolfed back. Like, oh my god! Like, oh my god! You were like outside with your phone, <laughs> walking down the street, trying to be like, "How many feet am I? Am I three hundred feet? Okay, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer." <laughs> I was. I was like, "I'm gonna get that DJ Dan Darlington Z." I'm like, I want that Z. <laughs> he is fine. We are totally giving him a promotion right now, too. Like, so. <laughs> we are Dan Darlington. I love mm-hmm. you. <laughs> please consider spinning for any parties that I might work for <laughs> Let's... so I can hug you and molest you in the DJ booth with consent. Of course, consent. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things now. It's like, can I touch you? Can I touch you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? I do appreciate it though. Like when we're like out, you know what I mean? Um, and when people do that to us as like go-go's and all that kind of shit, you know, um, I'm looking at Dan's real quickly. His OnlyFans is ten ninety nine. Look at him. I might have to be about that. I know I might have to drop ten dollars for the month, you know, and then Lino erase the membership, you know. After that. wait, the the other one that we just talked about, Dan DeLeon. Um, let's see where Dan he... DeLeon. Okay, his oh my god, he's got a whole link tree. He got all kinds of stuff. He is a businessman. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys, he's got a limited offer for twenty percent off for thirty days. He's nine fifty nine. <laughs> That is too much. It's amazing, though, because the thing is, you know, these people are making some good damn money. Like, you know who I noticed the yeah. other day? The other who I noticed the other day has one. Hmm. Um, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Gastelum, you know, Queen Gabriel. Do you know who I'm talking I about? I love him. He's he's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I love him. So adorable. He's, he's so of, adorable. He's, he's such, my, he's he's such a an, handsome man, but like his drag is amazing. His drag is amazing and he's got this cute face and he's talented. But the thing is, is you guys, oh my God, am I blowing up his spot? Because it's not actually linked on his Instagram. It's on his uh, Twitter that he's got an OnlyFans too. Like everybody's got an OnlyFans and I feel like I'm leaving money on the table. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to show my (laughs) hole. I I want to be... Yeah. first lady one day and i don't know if that's gonna happen if i do that so well, it's that and like the insecurity of like um will anybody show up it's like having a party and like is anybody gonna come <laughs> like is anybody showing up and who's gonna be late yes. and not only that but the thing is it's like who's gonna show up and then leave real quick you know what i mean right <laughs> like, it's gonna yeah. be like, uh, like so I, like the the first month you make like 10 bucks and then the next month everybody leaves and then you're just like oh everybody got a picture on my hole now like that's how it is yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is very that yeah and then this the other thing is like for me at least you know um because i'm in a relationship now it's like i want something and even <laughs> and it feels even, like, like um, middle school when she says she got a relationship yeah. it's like Ooh. i want <laughs> i want some things to be special for my for my man so if i'm out there showing everybody in my hole like what makes it special for him that that he you know is the only one that gets it pretty much yeah. i guess so but there was some things i would just want to be for him because i mean you see my instagram and he sees it and he he loves it but uh-huh. it's like I have tons of pictures of my ass. So yeah, are my, is my ass out there for everyone to see? Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's his. So, but now if I go showing, you know, everyone my hall, 
now it's not special for him anymore. You look know at what you. I mean? Look at you. So, look at, look at, look at you think, think... thinking like it's third grade. Like, like she's like playing, yeah. mash. She's playing mash and making a future and just trying to be like, oh, so precious. <laughs> Bitch, I'm almost 40. I think a lot of people have seen my bits. Like, it's just it's out there. Like, like it's no, probably. Absolutely they have. Yeah, like it's just all your stuff is out there. But the thing, I think it's just different though, because then it just makes it like it's serving it up for like, here you guys go. Do you really want to see it? Because now you gotta you gotta enter that, you know, enter the room. You know, <laughs> like it's a whole different threshold, I think, you know. Yeah. So and I am just also the type of person that like, okay, I, I do think I'm an attractive man, and I know we've had this conversation before where I'm like, I don't think I would make anything off of doing OnlyFans. And you guys are like, no, no, there's a market for that. And and there totally is, especially after watching, you know, that documentary they did for people that did do OnlyFans. And so you're like, you kind of are motivated to do that. But on some level, I think that that would mess with just like my self-esteem a little bit more than it needs to. And I think I'm at a really good, healthy place right now with like my mental health and, you know, all of that. Because, you know, even through the years of go-go dancing, you know, and I know you can relate to this, is like, it does mess with your head a little bit, you know, in the beginning, you making great money. And then in the middle, maybe not so much, you know, like, okay, what am I not doing now? Because people have seen me, they're not as interested. Like, what do I do to, you know, amp that up? And you're just getting your head about it. So, and then when you do that, then you're not having fun and people see that you're not having fun. So they're like, why aren't you having fun right now? And you're like, no one's tipping me. That's why I'm not having fun. <laughs> like, yeah. And that, it that, becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah. You, you hit so. that plateau because the thing is, is because when you're, when you're the new bitch, everybody's like, oh, this is new. This is a new flavor. And the thing is, it's like, you know, and, and I stand out in a crowd with being so fucking hairy. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, that's, yeah. that's that one. You know what I mean? And so like, I know, I know where, where I stand in that. And so, you know, I was a novelty and then it was just kind of like, okay, enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you do, you see that dip in your tips and you're like, okay, so I'm not doing this for a while. Cause there was that time where we were just like every fucking weekend, but yeah, then, you know, you just have to make that decision. And then there's a point where you have to learn where it's not just about the the body in the moment up there, but you have to be all encompassing. Like when you get down from that box, you have to be a cool person and be like nice and like yep. be a person that people want to hang out with. Like you actually have to be a party, you know? Yeah, and you're so- always on, even when you're not on, even on your day off, like when you go to an event. And I know we talked about this when I was in Palm Springs recently, people recognize you from, you know, because we've done this for such a long time mm-hmm. and they're excited to see you and they want to talk to you, even if you're just having an intimate moment with your boyfriend, you know, or a friend and people will interrupt you and they'll be like, Oh my God, are you dancing? And you're like, no, <laughs> I'm having dinner with my boyfriend right now. I'm like, I'm in, to- I'm in a button up. I'm in a button <laughs> up shirt and a casual loafer by Kenneth Cole. What are you talking about? <laughs> like I'm no, wearing, I'm know. wearing Cole Hahn. What are you talking about? <laughs> there is very you're right. I, I got my Tiffany bracelet on girl I got my what you think uh, <laughs> no like, but it's very that's a so it's nice to be recognized though and then people like feel that you are approachable but still in every one of those moments you still have to be nice to people and engage with them because you want them to still like you and think of you a certain way so 
yeah <laughs> it's just crazy like it's just you kind of like you, you learn so much throughout like all the way and then you learn what's important and like what's how to actually have fun with it you know what i mean and not make it Absolutely, so yeah. so competitive and everything because it does happen okay so let's get yeah. into so more more on nightlife but on the tv front the category is The Pose finale just happened. Did you finish it? Yes, I finished it. Yeah. Were you in tears for 90 minutes like me? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was not in tears of, uh, at all for some reason. And that show totally has had me in some really tearful moments. But oh, yeah. I don't know why the finale, the finale just did not um, reach me for some reason that it way. It kept hitting me in different parts. It was just like, oh, oh, and I just got like emotional. And then I think the other layer on top of it, too, is just like, how freaking cool is this that we have all these queer people of color and like just acting their asses off. And it felt like everybody learned how to act this last season, too. Like it was just kind of like everybody stepped their game up. Like in the pandemic, everybody took online acting coaches. You know what I mean? Like, like it was just like yeah. happened. MJ Rodriguez needs needs some Emmy noms. You know what I mean? Like she did a phenomenal yeah. If they don't get picture. any, if they don't get any Emmy noms this come around, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> Not that me being upset is gonna change anything. Well, but what it does is it it, would... does, it makes no sense because of the politics of Hollywood and how big of a deal Ryan Murphy yeah. is that this show can't pull it off like yeah. everything else can. Because the only person who did get Emmy noms were Billy Porter but that's fine but like mj rodriguez was absolutely amazing even dominique jackson was super great this season so like if those girls don't get like emmy noms i'm gonna be like that's not right Mm -hmm. (laughs) mj especially i think mj did great what i what i love too is like spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen it it's been on for a couple weeks so i'm not going to be too crazy and precious about it but um (laughs) like forward yourself up like like two minutes but anyways i loved how they gave everybody like a disney ending in a sense you know we they they do kill off one main they do kill off one main character you know when we saw it coming from a mile away but then but then with everybody else it was just kind of like it was so refreshing that we gave all these trans characters these nice little endings you know and like yeah (laughs) i was so afraid they were going to be carting dominique's character you know electra off to jail yeah. for everything that she's been doing. <laughs> like, oh, for the embe- for the embezzlement with the mob. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. And then when they like <laughs> they dumped the body and all that kind of stuff because they had to get rid of that one big. Plot oh my point. god! Yes. There was yeah. so much, and then I find India to be so alluring and amazing, and like I feel for her when she cries. You know. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. Um, okay, so let's get on to other things. Did you see online this whole... Okay, you know Chrissy Teigen, what's been going on with her, right? I don't know what's been going on with her. So yeah, I remember you mentioned that to me. Okay. And I was like, look it up real fast, but I didn't. But I do love Chrissy Teigen. I will okay. say that. <laughs> so here's what had happened. Okay, so Chrissy Teigen has now been under fire lately because people have just basically unearthed tons of her tweets from like... Um, 10 years ago, you know, back when like Lindsay and Paris and everybody were a big deal. And yeah, they were just ba- they were this is back when she was a model before she was mother of the year with John Legend with the beautiful children and everything. And then um, 
she would say like really harsh things to people like Lindsay Lohan. She would really come down on her about, you know, she some really horrible tweet about her cutting herself or something like that. And it was just, and some other things where it was just very inappropriate and wrong. And like right now in this culture of like cancel and, you know, politically correctness and over wokeness, people went after and you know, I think there's a big situation where it's like by people's works, you know what I mean? Like we haven't seen that mm-hmm. ugly thing come out in years, you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. changed, she's evolved and we should give people that kind of breath too, to change and evolve. Hence our housewives yeah. and stuff like that, that there's, you know, give them a little bit of room and see where they go with it. And the thing is, and I think Chrissy Teigen has kind of done that. And so, you know, she like lost a couple of deals that were, that were going, but I think in the long run, Chrissy's going to be fine, but she did an apology yeah. tour. She did her apology tour and all that kind of thing. Then what ended up happening was Michael Costello, you know, Michael Costello, the designer he's designed for like yeah, he, a bunch of he's a designer. Big, he w- He was on Project Runaway like the earlier seasons. Yes. Well, boy, he has gotten sweaty over this whole situation, right? So, Mm -hmm. ooh, and the texts are gone. So I hope I saved them. Let me double check. Um, (laughs) Because I had like, I had been taking pictures. Michael Costello on his Instagram, he had posted this big story about how Chrissy Teigen back in the day was tweeting about him because Michael Costello had a assistant in the past, a disgruntled employee who was leaving his position and he doctored up some texts to make it look like he had been using the N word and some other things. And so, so that was like super damaging and it had come out and it was quickly shot down by Michael Costello and his team or whatever, you know, like, this is not true. This is a disgruntled employee, blah, 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 blah. And this is like when Michael yeah. was like, Michael has hit some peaks too. I think he was like designing for like JLo at the time. And it's like some other good people, but anyways, so like these, this, this thing came out, this big story, it blew up. And then he was saying that Chrissy Teigen had come back at him and was like, you know, I'm going to ruin you. Don't ever call me. You know, you're going to you're a terrible person, defamation of character kind of things that she was saying about him and that, you know, you should go kill yourself and blah, 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 blah. So that's what he was saying, that he had all this trauma from Chrissy Teigen. Well, now she's come back out and she had a statement and she basically says Chrissy Teigen is was very clearly and contritely apologized for insensitive public tweets she made around a decade ago. She did not acknowledge nor apologize for sending private messages directing or encouraging self-harm. So she did not acknowledge that even, you know. So the thing is, Chrissy is completely surprised and disappointed by Michael Costello's recent attack, which includes fictional screenshots from 2014 of supposed private messages that Chrissy did not send. In October 2014, she did post a comment on Mr. Costello's Instagram when he was publicly accused of making a racist remark. After he denied the accusation and claimed it was based on a Photoshop comment, Chrissy deleted the comment as she as was reported at the time. Chrissy has never conspired with anyone to harm his career. The stylist he also attacked in his recent comments was not part of Chrissy's team until 2016 and did nothing to harm Mr. Costello because he was also going after her stylist, right? He commented on an Instagram photo story. He said that her lipstick would be beautiful. So what they did was then basically said like, if, if Chrissy hurts you so bad and if she sent you these texts, 
then what's up with this? And then they posted Chrissy's DMs from him saying, looks beautiful, oh. love the lip color. This looks amazing. Aster, January 2019. Are you going to the Grammys? And then in April 16, 2020, hi, Chrissy, would you want to help? So he had been reaching out to her, but after he had been telling yeah. her he was hurt so badly. So like, this is like this whole ugly situation. And it was like, he was yeah. such an, it felt like such an ambulance chaser. You know what I mean? Like he was just like, yeah. oh, everybody else is piling on. Let me become a victim too. And let me just kind of get a little boost, you know? Yeah. Why, Michael? Why would you do this? It's so <laughs> sweaty and so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. So talking about sweaty and gross, let's get into some housewives. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so sweaty and gross. Um, sweaty and gross. Speaking of OC housewives. I said, I don't think that he's good for you. How do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion. <laughs> we got an announcement this week that Brown Wind will not be rejoining us. Um, so yep. thirsty. That girl was so thirsty. And that's why she killed her own career on the show because she had potential yeah. to go far. We liked her first season, kind of. And then did, yeah. second season, she just kind of, it was COVID and she had nothing to do outside the house. So she said, let me blow up my house. So like, <laughs> <laughs> really? much, yeah. yeah, she said, let me blow this shit up. So, and they got rid of Brown Wind. They got rid of Kelly Dodd. They got rid of that other one who had the Trump teeth. What was her name? Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. Okay. Yes, with the Trump teeth. You know her. And that's that too for Elizabeth because she was the only on for one season. But I mean, we've seen this happen before though, where somehow last a season. Yeah, they were like, we made a terrible investment. Like, sorry. <laughs> so that was um, like the, that was the year of what you might call it on Beverly Hills when they had. Um, the two when they had Joyce and the other lady, I forget her name. Um, but she Carlton, remember they, like, Carlton. They accused, Carlton when they accused her of like being like a witch or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a weird season. I'm not gonna lie. Like these two girls, those two girls getting added to that season was like, what? What is going on, Bravo? <laughs> it was such a mirage. Yeah. It was like, what? Yeah. What is this real life? Like, there's a witch, yeah. and she's got pole dancers. <laughs> like, she was such. <laughs> like Carlton was a character from South Park. You know what I mean? Like, she right? was just like yeah. this. Like, this woman isn't real, right? And she was. Yeah. She was. But so, yeah, so they got rid of Brownwin. They got rid of Kelly Dodd. They got rid of the yeah. Trump, the lady with the Trump teeth, and then Heather. Is coming back so that's something we have heather dubrow yeah. heather dubrow champs you know we're finally gonna see the house nelson we're finally gonna see the house that's awesome i know i People- i was not really invested enough in the oc franchise to like mm-hmm. know who heather is and all that so i only started watching i think like two seasons ago you know because one of my girlfriends was um telling me about it and it was definitely you know the kelly dodd you know cocaine train rumor and i was like i love a good cocaine train rumor so let's find what out <laughs> so i mean and, and, and it turned out to be a really good season so i was invested i was like this is pretty good i like this so that's well, why i hang on for another season <laughs> heather dubrow is one that you're gonna you want to come back in because the, the thing about heather dubrow is she's got fuck you money which nobody has on the show anymore you know what i mean like yeah let's bring that back and apparently the new girl who they're also bringing back with her um who is bronwyn's like really like it's her best friend it's no noella oh, wow. noella uh Bergenier. 
So they're saying is, mm-hmm. is she's now a cast member and it's and she's um she's a girl of color. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl. But apparently she's like Bronwyn's best friend and they hired her <laughs> and they didn't hire Bronwyn back, which maybe make hopefully Bron kind of crazy. Yeah, like it's just you know, ugh. But Heather, if she's Bronwyn's best friend, are we gonna see her on then as friend of then? She's just not a housewife anymore. Like that would be okay with me if because it's like slapping her on the wrist and like get your shit back together, you know what I mean? But at the yeah. same time, what I would really like is and where we're seeing this with, with Beverly Hills and with New York, is that and they did this with Dallas. Is why do you guys mm-hmm. keep just adding one person of color at a time? Like, what is yeah. that? Like, why not add two to three? You know what I mean? Like, you're you're bringing in new girls. Yeah. Add a couple girls of color, so it's not a, a it's not a one versus everybody situation. You know what I mean? And then you also we don't have to spend the whole entire time trying to teach everybody how to act around these people, you know? So it's right. it's that, <laughs> like, I mean, that's really what all this thing is about lately. And it's just kind of like, oh yeah. Cause I, I remember this shit. Cause I went to a white high school too. Like, you know, but anyways, yeah. Um, but with that, like, it's, so it's just like, there's that. So they're going to add this Noella girl, but now we have Heather Dubrow. And the thing I like about Heather, Heather Dubrow is like I said, she's got real money, like real, real yeah. money. She's, She's reality. She's reality royalty. She's she's her husband is botched and everything else. So you know what I mean. So you're gonna get that in there, and then you also she's just got an elevated sense to her where she has like real parties with like you know like I said the like Gina has not thrown one damn party yet. Gina, yeah, Gina hasn't thrown a party. That, like pull get, get, get your shit together. I know you bought a house. You're not renting. Well, let's <laughs> rent some furniture for the backyard and let's throw a party. Like get your shit yeah. together. But I, mean, um, I love Gina. I've told you this. So she just uh, needs a good gay in her life to be part of her team. And she can fix all those things. You know, they she, need she to totally ship her, move. ship her off to Jersey, ship her to another city. She doesn't work here for some reason to me. Or like <laughs> I just I don't know. But but I, I'm gonna like I don't think she it. would work with the Jersey girls that either the Jersey girls are all a little bit older and a lot fucking tougher. Like I think well that you have Jennifer could have been, there, which I love. Yeah, but I think but I think but I think Gina is not as tough as some of the Jersey girls. You know what I mean? And all those girls have known each other like for almost years, you know, like Dolores and Teresa, you know, like they grew up together. So that's, you know, you, you can't break that. So, I mean, they already have like their little bomb bringing in a new woman to the Jersey franchise, I think is a little harder, you know, because they have such a good vibe. Well, I don't know where to send Gina, but I don't want her here because I don't, she makes me (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't reach out to um, Taylor Armstrong. I know that Taylor lives in Kodo. I know she was a Beverly Hills housewife. So I thought that that would be maybe a good opportunity to have someone that's like gone for a while return because Taylor was good TV. Do you think maybe this because Taylor's so dark though? Like that story is so dark. I know yeah. that was. I mean, but I mean, a lot of the time has you know gone on since then. So I mean, she's probably in a completely different place in her life. So. But you never know because once those cameras roll, you turn into Sonia Morgan. You're crying about a marriage from 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Like you just, <laughs> you just never know what's no. going to come out. But it's absolutely just, so. It's a it's a whole thing. And so one of the things about Heather about Heather Dubrow that that you know is that she was really good like getting under Shannon's skin. And that's what I think is really going to come back. Well, good. I want someone to get under Shannon's skin because I am not a fan of You need to go back. You need to go back and go back and watch Shannon's first season. And Shannon didn't know what to do with herself with her because like Shannon, they had a fight about 
where they were going to sit at a table, at a dinner table. I mean, it was all about who Shannon she was. Yeah. Shannon's just really bad with confrontation altogether, I think. Like, she doesn't hold her ground. Like, she's really bad when people get in her face. Because she does. <laughs> yeah, she does this really erratic things that I don't think that she would normally do. But because cameras are on her, she takes that opportunity to be like, okay, well, now I'm going to throw a plate across the dinner table. Or That's now I'm going to throw plate. a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So she'll do those things, but it's like, I don't think she would normally do that if cameras weren't on her, you know? So because she's not authentically really being herself, like... See, I think I, she is. She doesn't you, know how to behave. Yeah. You need you need to, yeah. I would go back. If I were you, I'd watch when, when Shannon's first season when Heather was on her way out because Heather just, you know, this is a blow base bullshit. Like she would get in the other girls' faces at the party and not behind people's backs, which is going to be yeah. good. I think to bring that that whole sort of thing back. But anyways, let's get yeah. into also. Okay. Um, have you watched any of Roni this week season? Have you watched any of no, New York? Because we're not because uh, we're we're not doing binge bitches anymore. So I was yeah. like, I gotta watch this no more. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and just but know it this recorded. it's out, it's on I, the dvr so wa- watch I, it like- i hate leah now like i just hate her and the thing is Aww. but with but emily or, i'm sorry emily emily ebony ebony k williams she's i think yeah. she's she's a great addition but yet again it would have been great to bring her on with another black woman like just bring in a couple you know what i mean like i thought that they did like i thought that because they had said that they some were friends bringing up. on two black women okay it's, gotcha Br- yeah Bershawn right. Bershawn was just in that last uh you didn't watch it so they just um talked about Bershawn in this next episode i think the other problem too with with new york is that they only have five cast members and you need like a good seven and it should have been they should have added other girls in rumor is, is yeah they were adding other people into the mix but they couldn't um quarantine for the proper time yeah and other people they you know okay. the testing and all that sort of a thing so there was that situation which is yeah you know it, it, it's another reason why these ladies are taking vacations that are so long together they're spending five days in a row it's just because yeah. bravo needed to okay everybody's been quarantining for two weeks including the the crew and all the people great let's go in there let's shoot it let's shoot for five days. You guys are in a bubble and then they all pull back at, you know what I mean? So, because we are going to see, so uh, let's just jump into um, Beverly Hills. New York wasn't anything this week. So anyways, um, so (laughs) what we're going to see though is like, cause, cause cause New York just spent set five days in the Hamptons at um, Ramona's house. And then we just spent five days in, in Tahoe with the, with the other girls, you know, over in Beverly Hills. And it's because they needed to shoot as much as they can. And so what we're going to see pretty soon is um, remember Kyle and Kathy got COVID. So there's going to be a shutdown in the middle of this because they're breaking the fourth wall down so much more because now we we're dealing with Erica. Yeah. So, Oh, let's talk about Erica. Okay. I talked about the housewife. (laughs) I talked about the housewife and the hustler last week on the pod and it was like fresh in my mind, but I had, eating a couple of edibles and so it was just a hot take and so um just wondering so the thing is is we come from two different camps and i come from the side where i really have never felt like i've connected with erica she's not my favorite shut the f- up you don't know what i deal with every night and you love erica you even read her book so yeah i love her yeah she's is- one of my favorites for sure so what's your thought about the housewife and the hustler now available on Hulu? <laughs> so I, 
I didn't really enjoy the documentary. The only reason I didn't enjoy it is because I thought we were going to get testimonials, hopefully from Erica or maybe even Tom. And we're definitely not going to get that until, you know, the cases are settled because, yeah, they're not allowed to say anything. So I thought we were going to get that. And that's where I was kind of disappointed. Um, I, I would say it's it was really good. Um, I don't like the people that they brought in, though, either to, like, comment on it. Like, they brought... I mean, Danielle Staub made sense because I guess they worked together at Shakers. Did so she, really though? Point of, okay, so that's, that, that, that's that. something. <laughs> they brought Danielle Staub know. in, and it was like... Okay, I think what ended up happening was... Because this this happened with Brian Boylan's book, too. So Brian Boylan, he's another, like, uh, writer. He writes, like, the... Vault, I think they're Vulture recaps. Yeah, he writes the Vulture recaps for the show and everything. And so, and he just came out with like his Housewife University book. And so, and he did this in-depth interviews with like, or he was trying to. And so when he was getting into doing the book, when he let Bravo know that, hey, I'm doing this whole behind the scenes situation with, 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 the, with the Housewives and giving people an in-depth look, they first agreed to it, right? And they were like, Bravo was like, okay, great. And then they gave him the stipulation that, okay, we want 10% of all the sales and we want full editorial uh, say so they could cut anything out of the book that they wanted. And that was Brian's thing was like, I can't give them that. I'm going to be, I'm trying to give people new information and I'm going to be pulling the curtain back. And so, and he does a lot in the book, but what ended up happening was, is Bravo, since the deal didn't happen, Bravo singled him out and ended up writing letters to every single producer, tech, and cast member, friend of, and said, this inter- this book is happening by Brian Moylan. You are not to give any interviews. If you do, you're out of contract, basically. You're, you will know. Gotcha. So they shut the project down. So I have a feeling that's yeah. what happened here with this Hulu documentary is that they shut that they shut that shit down. So what they did okay. was is they went after people who like a Danielle Staub, who has quit, yeah. quit, who's now repeatedly quit the whole Bravo sphere. She's done. She's done. She's done. So now she can do yeah. this kind of shit. So she's going to jump at the at the chance. Yeah. Did you notice the other house the friend of housewife who was in this? Did you notice her? They I had Dana. Yeah. 25,000, yeah. did you know? Yeah, 25,000. <laughs> okay, like Dana Pam. Remember Kyle didn't know her name the whole time? Pam, Pam. Yes, like, my the name whole is time, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> so she was in this, you know, because she's a podcaster yeah. now. So the thing is, is so like you had those But that two. felt odd too, though, to have her as a choice though too, because she wasn't, there's like, she's no relation to Erica. There's no friendship there. Like why have her? Because Dana has also dealt with her own legal troubles, you know, and then she also- gotcha. And, and she also she knows the she knows what it is to shoot with these people, and she yeah. also has she has a pod she has a podcast too, just like Heather McDonald, who was also on the show, who like you know yeah they, they break this shit down. So and I think, but what it did was is it, it added a level of camp and like just kind of a thing because what it yeah. was it was like let's show all these things. But when you were talking about Danielle Staub. Danielle Staub took every opportunity to drag this bitch. And like how you said just now. She when did. When Danielle was like, oh, we used to both work at Shaker. Didn't Danielle sound a little drunk? But like, allegedly. Um, <laughs> but she she was like, when we used to work at Shakers, you know, every there was a lot of girls who ran through there, strip club, you know. And remember, Erica the whole time was trying to be like, I was a go-go dancer. I wasn't a stripper. I wasn't a stripper. Like, bitch, you were a stripper. Deal with it. Yeah. Like, Come on, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I dance around in a jockstrap in clubs. So did you. So deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that was so much. But then do you think she knew? Erica? Yeah. I'm, I mean, so, because I mean, I, I can't separate me like loving her and um, what this is. I want to believe her. I want to believe that she doesn't know because I would find myself in that very same position too. And I was talking you know, to my boyfriend about this and I was like, you know, Sage, we have been together for a long time. Like, and it isn't my business how you make your money. I would never ask you. I would never like, because to me, that's how I was always raised too, is like, you just don't do those things. Like, okay, your Sutton. finances are your, okay, are, Sutton. Are, yeah, your finances <laughs> are your finances and how you make your money. That's how you make your money, girl. But um, also my boyfriend's a very honest person. <laughs> so there's well, nothing like, I mean, I he, actually, he isn't, <laughs> I said this... he is Italian, it could be in the mob. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, that's problematic. No, yeah. I did not endorse that statement. <laughs> um, please do not cancel me. You can cancel her and write letters directly to her. I am fine on my side. Um, but here's the thing. Like, I kind of had that, that same thought last week. But then when I kind of, like, have been, like, re-watching, you know, like, I put it on yeah. in the back background the other day when I was working on uh, some costume stuff. And... yeah. They put $20 million in her account, yo. Like, that's not just yeah. something that, like, oh, honey, you know what I mean? Like, if you had that kind of fucking money where you have $80 million, like, yeah. I don't. My boyfriend, <laughs> you know, my, my, my partner, you know, like, he, he, he makes a good living for himself. And never yeah. once has he just said, here's 20 grand. <laughs> he, he's never just like open my wallet and put $20 in there. So, and yeah. I don't, I don't live an ugly life. You know what I mean? Like I live, yeah. we, we have a very cute life, but I make my yeah. own money. And the thing, and that's the other part about this too, is Erica's always talking about how she's bossed up. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. a boss. She knows what's up. She has all like, she, she knows everything. She's smart. She, you know, she, yeah. How do you not know? And that's my problem now is like, how does she not know? And not only that, but the thing is, is yeah. like you divorced this man and all the ladies were acting re real new because we all knew that he was dealing with these lawsuits. Right. You remember? Like, yeah. like he was dealing with these lawsuits and then all of a sudden she divorced him and everybody was like, oh, this is kind of fishy. But all the girls in the show are acting like, oh, we're, this is we're new. We don't understand, you know, bitch. But anyways, yeah, it's like. Um, yeah. She just, well, she had all that's this. That's going to make it hard, though, too, because, you know, everything now, I mean, is going to be on camera. So when she goes, you know, back to court or whatever, I mean, everything is going to be right there for them to see. Like, you know, and like one of the ladies said in the documentary, you know, I'm like, for the lawyers to pay attention to this shit, they might have to go back and look at some episodes of Housewives. Can you imagine being that, being that paralegal and just sitting there and like, okay, Erica just said she bought $5,000 worth in, you know, in Paris, you know, that kind of thing. Like yeah. somebody's going to be. Yeah, because they're, because right, because they're racking up their bills when they go on vacations. They're like, or even like that one episode when they're in Vegas and her and Dorita are at the table, her Dorita and Teddy, like that first episode, right? And like they've lost like what, $5,000 or something mm -hmm. at the table. So it's like going through all that, you're just like, what? Like, See, that's and, insane. And that's the that's the, the, the gross part about it is that knowing that these people hadn't been get like, yeah. now, now when you look at the old episodes, they all look gross because now you know that she's playing with people's money 
and these people aren't paying. Yeah. Them. These people can't make their house mortgage payment. You know what I mean? Like that's what's gross because that's what this, this thing did show was like, they did yeah. all this like camp, you know what I mean? In the beginning with like showing like Heather yeah. McDonald and then, you know, Dana Pam and they were showing Danielle Staub. And then all of a sudden you get Sonny Hostin in there and you get the other lawyer in there. And then you get like yeah. Tom, the, the, that one victim, Tom from the, from the fire and that, and like, yeah. Then you're like, Ugh. and like, and it was just like, yeah. So Tom hasn't gotten his money yet. How many fucks do I give? How many? <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> it was no, like, like, you're totally. Yeah. They, like they use, they can use every single thing in that show. Every music, yeah. every music video. It's expensive to be met. It's like, oh no. Like, you were flaunting. Yeah. You were you were a stunt queen. Erica's been a stunt queen this whole time, and we didn't know it. You know what I mean? Like we all thought yeah. that she had, we all thought she had legit money and everything else. And then, but that's but, where it goes back to: Does she know that? Like, if she knew that the money was coming from this, do we think she would behave this way? Like, I want to say no, but that's only but the thing because is, I like her. But we know that Tom also funded her career from the very beginning when she was like, "I'm tired sure. of being a housewife, and I need something else." He said, but if she okay. didn't know where that money was coming from, though, you know, that she didn't That's know. That's the thing like is that, that she doesn't know yeah. that it was coming from a bad place. Like she would assume exactly. that it was just she coming. She just knew it was coming from her husband, who she loved and yeah. who she knew was successful and had money because that was the lifestyle that he had presented to her before she became Erica Jane, you know? So mm -hmm. it's just, ugh. and then the, the, this thing came out like, um, what else here? Like Gavin Newsom was in this, and it was just like, oh no! Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he's like, oh, he's he's our favorite donor. Yeah, Erica's my favorite housewife. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh no, you're gonna have to give that money back too, sir, 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 <laughs> sir. Yeah, well, that's see, that's the other part about Erica that it's it's not good because she filed for divorce. Yeah. Before the trial started, so she can get her money out of the situation first. Yeah. And so that, I mean, I agree with you. That totally does not. That totally does not look yeah. great at all on her part. And um, I really, and I but, really, I wanted to think the best for her. Like last week, I was really trying to ride and die for her. And even though I don't like her, like yeah. last week, I was really like on the show. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know where my boyfriend's money comes from, and you know, and the thing is, is that I know that he has deals and blah blah blah. But at the same time, it's just like. But I do know that my boyfriend files taxes. I do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like no, that all that thing. for sure. Yeah. So yeah. But it's just every time that they would show sadness and they would just play those things, um, the widows and orphans of it all. And then like her, her legal counsel, they, they, uh, they withdrew. And then now they're, the documentary aired. Yeah. yeah. But now they're back on. I don't think they really, you know what I mean? Like it's just now they haven't, They've now reassigned themselves back to the case. But if you guys check out, there is a Instagram profile called the Bravo Bone Collector. Deep tease to like Sheree Whitfield. But the Bravo Bone Collector has the court docs and like they highlight things and they go through with all like a fine tooth comb about all the stuff. Like where did the money go Like in the timing of all this stuff? Like it's just it's a little bit crazy. Um, yeah, like how Tom, like how that guy Tom, the one who, um, the the bomb incident thing, like his yeah. apparently his 
legal papers were filed on like October 22nd, right? Mm -hmm. That's when his things were, were, were filed to Erica Girardi, furnish information in aid and enforcement of money judgment against you. So she was basically subpoenaed like right in the middle of filming. Okay. So, and the reason why she didn't go to this appearance was because she was out of town filming and it's because the Tahoe trip was happening the next week. So she knew yeah. what was going on when she was on the Tahoe trip, which is why she was real heavy, the whole, you know, like heavy hearted the yeah. whole time. And so yeah. and like, and her whole storyline, that whole entire Tahoe trip was about how much she wanted to eat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. So, but I mean, she thing. knew it was going on though too, but she knew she could not talk about anything though either, which is why I think at the end of that episode, that's when she got the text out letting the ladies know about the divorce mm -hmm. and stuff. So, and, and so then she knew everybody what she could say. And then that's how this week's episode started was everybody getting that text. Yeah. Going, you know what I mean? Like it just I don't getting ready, why, getting ready for the party. Yeah. Yeah, getting ready for the yeah. election. It was election day, you know what I mean? People yeah. are like yeah. so all that stuff happened. Which is weird for us too, because we're getting a we're getting a later um, time for the ladies to film because usually they film during the summer. Mm -hmm. um, so them going into November, but even like last season, because remember they filmed around Christmas and we were like, oh, we love this. We get to see a Beverly Hills Christmas. Like, I'm not mad about it. Um, yeah. It's just odd for us to go from filming from the summertime, you know, for them filming like now in the fall slash winter. So. Well, I think it, this is also because of COVID. It's another situation. Because of COVID, did, yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't yeah. want, they couldn't start filming. LA was shut down and they live all in LA. Right. So they had to yeah. really wait till things open because they can't just be like Atlanta and just be like, let's go to a wedding, 500 people, let's go. You know what I mean? Like they couldn't, <laughs> like LA was a little yeah. bit more, you know, um, shut down than other places yeah. in the country. Well, LA, LA just opened, so. <laughs> exactly. So that's the whole thing. So like with, with these ladies, but um, Lisa Renna, okay, I'm tired of her. Like she enters with her Barbie hair. <laughs> And like it's not <laughs> it's not enough anymore. Like I feel like Lisa, she just kind of gives us buzzwords and like let me throw something out there. Like let me throw a grenade. But yeah. Lisa has no fucks to give because she's not really given anything to us. Everything, every storyline of hers yeah. is all is all hinged on somebody else's trauma. But we never hear about Lisa's actual issues. You know what I mean? Like we. Yeah. We know her mom was almost killed. We know her daughter had eating disorder issues. We know that, you know, Harry is now a gardener. What the hell is all this? <laughs> like, that they had to, like, this is what we had to show with Harry and Lisa was that they, you know, they have a, they have a hose so they can, <laughs> like, white people are weird. Like, it's just... <laughs> Like, I, I mean, guess. that's another thing, too. So, I mean, like, you know, Lisa Rinna is, like, my other favorite. Her and Erica are my faves. So, um, I love Lisa. And that's this what is, I love about Lisa. You like shiny Sorry. things. You like shiny things, girl. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, But see, I like Lisa. The thing that I love about Lisa, because, you know, I'm a fan from, you know, Melrose Place in those days. But getting to see her and, and relate to her and see her be successful, that makes me happy. I like her because she owns everything. Like, that's even her sayings, like, own it. And so when she was at the dinner, that terrible story that she shared should not have been shared. Garcelle was completely right about that. Oh, but my God. Okay, you guys. She, um... she talked, <laughs> she she compared 
a guy who raped somebody to Denise Richards. <laughs> like, it had <laughs> nothing to do with anything. And it was kind of like, you know, that's like one of those stories that somebody tells you and you don't know how to get it right. So you just tell like yeah. some weird version of it and it like really makes you look bad. That's what Lisa Renna yeah. just did. Like she was telling a story yeah. that shouldn't have been told out loud. Like it was just like, yeah, no, no, Lisa, no, one hundred percent. She stop. was trying to get, yeah, she was trying to get the ladies to understand where she was coming from last year, but that was just a really bad analogy. But see, my thing that I love about Lisa is that she is able to take accountability for her behavior, and she can say, "Yes, I was a shitty person." When she can I remember it, that, I, yeah, <laughs> remember, she yeah, when whole, she can remember it, spent a yeah. whole season saying, "I don't, I don't remember that." Mm. I was really mad at her that season when she didn't remember that, that pretend amnesia. No, that was real that season. Mm-hmm. Um, but but she but she is accountable for her behavior. She knows what she's doing. She knows she's not there. And I think that um, also she's one of those women that I think that she is herself, but because the cameras are on, she knows how to play to it. And so, yes, Denise was her friend. And I don't think that if that they were on a reality TV show that is kind of based on, you know, women behaving badly or there being secrets that maybe she wouldn't have behaved that way to Denise with the cameras being on because she loves her. Right. And she even still says that she likes Denise. She just couldn't get on board with what she was doing because she knew things that everyone else didn't know. So I see. And the thing is my issue with that is that that means Denise probably knows shit about you and she didn't go there. Like, and she didn't go there. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So that's the thing is totally low bloated. And and because that's what I would do. <laughs> well, and not only that, but the thing is, is like Lisa knows we got a show to make. We have a show to yeah. make. So yeah. this is all that we're doing. Because and that's the other thing too is like in this in this episode too, it really highlighted like how petty the Beverly Hills fights go that they get blown up. Like Dorit is late, yeah. and so now Teddy is upset with Dorit for for five years. <laughs> Because because Dorit was yeah. late once. And like we had that in this where Kyle interrupted Dorit. And then it became this whole issue. You're always interrupting me. I don't want to talk to you. But you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. don't care about that. We have other shit yeah. going on. We got Sutton and Crystal over here having important dialogues yeah. about race. And then we also yeah. have... And then we have Erica over here with the juiciest housewife story ever because it's actually happening in real time until we get to Jen yeah. Shaw. I cannot wait till we get to Jen Shaw. Oh my God, I can't wait till we get oh to God. Jen Shaw. I, yeah. Okay, so the thing, okay. So when we, when we were in Palm Springs a few weeks ago, there were like five gays from Salt Lake City staying at the resort that we were at and we talked about it. And they were like, yes, it was. They're like, I'm like, is it true that like cameras were rolling when that happened? They're like, it's true, girl. I was like, shut up. I cannot wait. Like, I was so excited. Like, they gave me like all the Salt Lake City tea. They were like, the courthouse was a madhouse. They're like, it is crazy. I was like, this is going to be amazing. Like, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Like, so we're getting like these bigger, more full storylines. So, like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's highlighting the petty shit that like, Kyle and Dorit do is like, don't focus on that anymore. Can we please look at this other story? And the thing is, yeah, is, yeah. And Lisa's not doing anything in any of the storylines. You know what I mean? Like she's, right now, she right now she's not though. But I bet you when more of the stuff comes out about Erica, we'll probably see that because her and Erica are like best friends. And if you follow them on Instagram, you see that. Like I believe that there is a genuine friendship there between those two women. So. I don't. Well, here's my thing. It's Hollywood, bitch. When you're done, you're done. I, I have a feeling that Fox 4-5 is like, I want to know the Fox 4-4s 
you know, text message <laughs> that doesn't include Erica. You know what I mean? Like, that I want to see Erica, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to see that text chain. Because I don't know. I want to. I want to believe that. I don't think Lisa Renna would like. I think I want to believe all... that she wouldn't talk badly about her friend behind her back, but she might though. You know what I mean? Like I the three of those women. She's going to be persona non grata, especially if this comes out that like she is guilty and the more information that comes through, it's Hollywood. Yeah. It's Hollywood. It's going to be gross. So like, I hated that they started this episode. They did that thing where they give us like the juiciest Ugh. thing with her walking yeah. the door For, like, and like two minutes. Yeah. And they really are tearing that fourth wall down because now it's like the, yeah. Because we know they're famous in the show now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they're acting like, oh, these women are not famous and they're not making headlines. These women yeah. make headlines. And so, like, let's get with it now. And so that whole beginning and, like, what's going on with Erica and her Lisa Vanderpump cosplay outfit? Like, what? Like, she became Mrs. Girardi again all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, in the confessional, or no? In she's the, walking up to the house when she's walking up to the house in that in the gotcha, pussy yeah. bow, the pussy bow. She's covered from her neck, <laughs> like literally covered from her neck to her ankles, including her wrists. Yeah, like everything yeah. is covered. Like she's all of a sudden becoming that woman again because like we need yeah. to be. She needs to be serious again. Like we're gonna see a softer side of Erica. I have a feeling the leather's gone. We're not gonna see pleather anymore. It's gonna be soft textiles. <laughs> like I'm telling you, it's gonna be soft silk florals. I mean, we're gonna see that side of this now. Or sweats and undone because we already had that. Now we have her like sitting around in pajamas and that kind of thing. So yeah, ah, uh, it's just it's it's very hard to watch. But um, yeah, but it's been a good season so far. Um, I wasn't on board. Like, I mean, that like, first episode of the season was awful. I thought I was like, this was a really lame episode for this is this is <laughs> the first <laughs> See, I felt like that first episode gave us more than the last three seasons have all combined. Like, and that I says really something. That. This is the well, first time I've looked forward to watching Beverly Hills in a long time. Yeah. And that I'm actually I'm enjoying Beverly Hills more than New York, and that says something. That's huge. Because I true. love my New York. Yeah, they just sold the season to us like in the trailer. I think so great, and a lot of it is around Erica, which is interesting because I know we've talked about in the past that we don't think that Erica has really opened up, or we don't really know who she is. Besides, you know, pushing Chicago, pushing you know, going on tour and being Erica Jane, like, or selling her book. Like, there's nothing there for that. So this is completely different for her to do that. But I mean, there was no way for her to go around it, though. I think either because everyone knows about it. And it's out in the world in the real news. So I think for that to I have been ignored. I can't believe like that. Not, I can't believe that she would she would have I think every lawyer would have said, take yourself off this show. Get yourself off this show right now. They totally would have. Yeah. And the thing is, is don't so. make yourself a storyline because this is it's just getting worse. I mean, they use footage from the trailer in the hustler yeah. and the housewife, you know what I mean? In that expose. They did. Absolutely. So yeah. it's just like yeah. it's like, what are they thinking here? On the other side, they so said the like, same thing to Jen Shaw, though, too. Like, I've heard lawyers have advised her mm -hmm. to get off to of leave. the show, and she's like, No, yeah, mm -hmm. she's like, No, I'm not doing that. Sorry, <laughs> she, she can't afford not to, you know what I mean? Like, in that sense, and maybe, and I think that's the other thing, too, with Erica is like, This is your only legit income coming in now, right now, because she's not doing anything as Erica Jane, like, she's not out. And you no, know, what's funny I mean, I, I mean, say, this to is give her a plug to San Diego, sorry. yeah, sorry, but say, what are you saying? But but my I know you want to I'll give your plug to San Diego one second but like my yeah. thing with this is that she um 
that Erica doesn't have any other income. Like she's going to be living off of yes. Bravo money now. There is no Tom Absolutely, Girardi. Absolutely, yeah. There is nothing else. Oh yeah, that's all yeah. Bravo money for sure, one hundred percent. But she's been she's been on the show for almost I don't know like what this is her sixth or seventh season. I think no, not that long. Maybe fifth. Because she came out around season six, I think. I'm going to say the most um, controversial thing ever, but can you imagine 2018 Erica sucking Tom Girardi's dick thinking he's going to die pretty soon. I'm going to get this all. <laughs> and fast forward to, two, to, 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 oh. <laughs> to, to 2020 and you're like, this bitch didn't die on me and now I owe all this money back. Like, oh my God. You've been married. No, to, you've been married to this old <laughs> sack of mashed potatoes for 20 years and you got nothing to show for it <laughs> nothing like um, damn that's insane that just tells so, all y'all at home make your own money and do not steal <laughs> like <it's> just, <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> maybe you should maybe we should maybe you and i should go to our boyfriends and be like hey can i see your pay stub <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, need to, I need to see your tax returns, please. <laughs> do we get to... I'm not trying to get into it. I just want to look at my house and be like, do we get to stay here? <laughs> right. he's, a, he's building a pool in his house right now, so I just need to know where that money is coming from is legit, so... There you go, girl. <laughs> if he pays it in so, cash, you need to leave. <laughs> if you see him... cash in a shoebox. <laughs> oh, my God. If he walks outside with a shoebox full of cash, you need to just be like... <laughs> I will see you guys later and don't even like, <laughs> if, if you let if you got a toothbrush in the bathroom, leave it. Just go. Go home, just girl. Go home. Like, <laughs> it's just, uh-uh. um, on the Hulu documentary, though, I was going to say, though, they showed a lot of San Diego because when they showed Erica Jane performing, that was when she performed at Riches. I know. Because they know. showed that from Housewives. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Riches. Riches is on the documentary. <laughs> That was cute. That was the San Diego shout out. But like, it's just at the same time, like, I want to, I want to talk to Ryan and like the people there and be like, okay, so what really happened? Like, I know. Well, David Cope served them that night. He was, he was the one that was on their bottle service because he has a picture with them on his Facebook. I was like so jealous when I saw that. I got to get him on the show. I got to get him on the show. Right. Oh my god, I I would try to call him right now, but that's so rude. Um, but like, <laughs> like she's in Texas now, so she's on different time. I don't know how late it is there right now. <laughs> two hours, two hours later. But anyways, um, okay. how do you like the new girls? How are you feeling about Crystal? I really like her. Like I know we said that she has been such a great addition to the show. I think she's coming in super strong. I love. Um, that she is beating the crap out of Sutton because, you know, Sutton is not my favorite. And um, she's holding her own ground. Um, the only thing I just, um, I didn't like, not that I don't like about her, is just that bringing her in, I know we needed to do that, but she doesn't really have any other sort of relationship to any of the women. Other, like, she knows Kathy, but I don't think her and Kathy are, like, really friends. I think she just knows Kathy because they're in the same, like, charity gala thing that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she's on that level with the type of money that Kathy has. So, you know, maybe they see each other, you know, at, you know, the polo lounge for brunch every now and then at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Uh, <laughs> see, and I feel like, I feel like the same way, but at the same time, she injects kind of a, um, 
a little bit more of a dry energy in you know what i mean like she's got she's got yeah. energy but like she's got like a very matter like daria you know what i mean it's very matter of fact it's very yeah. like it's yeah. monotone like okay so let me talk to you about this you guys <laughs> i lost five pounds and like she like and the thing that's really great about her she's giving us what we want from our housewives extreme yeah. extreme wealth like she got Disney money, bitches. Like fuck all she of you. Disney she got money. Disney money. Yeah. She had a ninety-eight thousand dollar bag just sitting on the counter, like <laughs> just like sitting is there. That just how much that bag is? Yes, it was ninety-eight thousand dollars. Ninety-eight thousand dollars. That that was a car on her arm. Like that's and that bag is that bag is tiny. That bag is like what? <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's like handmade by little people and like the hills of Italy or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like wherever, like, wherever they yeah, or France. France. I'm Bir- sorry, France. That was a Bir- that's a Birkin, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it was an Hermes. It's not a Birkin. It's an Hermes. But the thing is, is it's okay. uh yeah, Hermes, like it's it's an Hermes bag, and I don't know exactly the name of it. We should look that up while we're talking. Yeah, but like yeah, but she she has that kind of money and Crystal. I like her family dynamic. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I like, yeah. I like the kids. I like that her brother is a pop star who lives in the house with her. You know what I mean? Like he's a big deal in China, and here he's her manny. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah, they're they're that kind of family. Like I like that. I like that she's so open. That you know what I mean? Like she's like she came in hot with the with, with, with making sure that you know she's a person of color. Don't fuck around with her. You know, in those on that front. Yeah. Like she and came she was into, cooking. I I like that. I was like, oh look, a housewife actually preparing a meal. There you <laughs> go. And that's something is is that she has it's it's ushering that new generation of housewife because I I yeah. don't love when they have little kids, but at the same time, it does add another yeah. layer. And I think her husband yeah. is. I think her husband's kind of cool. I like Rob. Like I like him. He's okay. He's not. He's definitely not the most handsome. But you know, I love a culturally sensitive, normal looking white dude. Like, I love it. Like, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) it's refreshing. It's like a glass of milk. Like, it's just like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's what he is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Rob, he's a glass of milk. It's just like, oh, it's nice. I like that he is, um, I like that he's like the strong, silent type. Well, and he's a good dad. That was cute. And he's a good he, dad. He has yeah. like they have night- like their their movie yeah. night. Yeah, he's he's right there. He's breeding two little like director, movie maker, producers that they're, they're <laughs> your dad directs for Disney and also makes you watch 1940s movies with them and makes it a fun thing. Like, come on, these yeah. kids, they're gonna be so gross. Um, I like her. Uh, on the uh, what's her name? Kathy. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Kathy is a wonderful Kathy, addition. friend of. Yeah, she's, she's a, a friend of. Uh, she's doing a lot for friend of, I think. I think maybe she just, so, I mean, I don't know why she didn't get moved up to housewife. But... I, well, because Rick is not going to be part of it and she's not showing okay. her home. You're, we're not going to her house. Like to be a housewife, you got to go to your house. So if we're okay. never, if we're never going to your house, it's not going to ever happen. And then I think yeah. she just, there was also a thing too, where I know that like on Paris's show, Paris Hilton had um, Kyle, uh, Crystal, Kathy, Dorit, all on, on her, her, pa- on her yeah, podcast. On her yeah. podcast. Did you hear it? Did you listen to it? Um, I didn't listen to it. No, it was cute. And the thing is, is like, and basically, Kathy was just like, um, I didn't 
tell my daughters until it was happening. Like, because the girls, because <laughs> the, the girl, because the, the girls would have said, don't do this mom. And Rick was just kind of like, uh, whatever. And it's just, it's kind of funny that she's like, she's doesn't have anything else to do. So she's going to do some ladies trips and I'm kind of happy for her for that. You know what I mean? She's just yeah, kind of, sure. she's been a, a woman of means married into money in the eighties. Yeah. And like, yeah. And, you know, and so I think at this point she's just kind of like, she's lived her life and she's just going to have some fun with it. She does sound yeah. a lot like Caitlyn Jenner though. Right. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I haven't really paid attention that like she's, I, Kyle, <laughs> I, I thought you were Kyle. Like she sounds oh my like, God, she yes. sounds like oh Caitlyn God. Jenner. <laughs> my God. You say that. Yeah. Yeah. I but, thought uh, you were Kyle. Yeah. She's great. Um, I wasn't really happy about her to begin with, um, but after the, the Lake Tahoe bottoms up little joke, I was uh-huh. in love. I was like, that was amazing. Like that whole episode I was watching, especially watching Erica's face after Dorit like pounds it. I was like, oh, because even I, after that, before, you know, we're in on the joke, you're like, mm-hmm. what, Dorit just pounded a martini? You're like, Exactly. Okay, I was so excited. With- I remember I was texting you guys and it was like not even over was, yet. Like it was in the middle I of the I was like, <gasps> I was pumped. I was like, oh my God, Dorit's awesome. I need to go party with her if she's like this. <laughs> I do think Dorit, Dorit would be a fun one to actually hang out with. I think that she actually, yeah, would, she, she would be a good time. Um, but yeah, but Kathy, she makes Kyle more likable. You know what I mean? Like Kyle's sister. A little bit, yeah. Kyle's sisters bring something out of her. And it kind of makes you understand Kyle a little bit more. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kyle's the brunette. Her sisters are blonde. So her sisters are always going to yeah. get a little bit more attention. You know, but her sisters are fun. Like Kim was always the yeah. cute, the cute little one movie star. And then Kathy was the cool, you know, the, the cool older sister, you know, that, that was doing everything yeah. first. And like, so you can kind of see where Kyle as the middle child, you, you kind of start to get it now. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, yeah. Oh, or is Kyle, the is Kyle, the baby, maybe Kyle's the baby and, and, Kim might be the middle, but you can kind of see where she's kind of been in her sister's shadow. So it kind of makes more sense for why she is the way that she is. And I don't like, and you guys know that I used, I usually like rag on Kyle, but like, I think that her sisters round her out a little bit more. Okay. So I still don't like her, but (laughs) so before we wrap up and everything, but let's talk about Sutton real quick. Um, I think Sutton is needed for the show because it gives us a place to put all that energy of like, I don't like this one. Like you can put that on, you can (laughs) can put it on her kind of like how we used to do with Dorit. And the thing is, is in personal and personally, I like Sutton. Like I really, like, I think that in a year or two, she's going to be a really cool housewife that we're all going to appreciate. She's just, I mean, if she's still on. She's awkward as fuck. I think she's going to be around. She's got, she's about to spend $300,000 on a Bentley and we're about to lose Erica. She's going to stay. We get, we need that money. Yeah. <laughs> like this she, might be Erica's last season. I think. I, too, actually, I think this so. is Erica's swan song as well. Like they're going to, Erica's yeah. going to go do Jersey shore. That's what she's going to afford. Like she's going <laughs> to, Oh my God, Erica. Needs and I'll to, be sad. Here we go. Erica needs to make up with Lisa Vanderpump, get a job over at um, Sir. She's got uh, a job. Sir? Gets, yeah, oh I, I, need, I need Erica and a job at Sir in that little cocktail waitress thing. And then getting <laughs> getting into fights with Charlie. Like, let's make that happen. Let's put, or no, 
Erica versus Lala. That's a good match. Oh my god! Like let, let's do that. That is so a good matchup. Let's get yeah. Erica to Vanderpump Rules. We need a campaign for this. Can somebody start a change.org for us? And like, <laughs> let's start this campaign right now. I am so into it. I just thought of it. I'm a genius. Erica needs to be on Vanderpump Rules, you guys. Like that's what needs to happen. Like that's the way we can keep her. She can be working and making an honest living. <laughs> she'll be in we, she might... she'll be in WeHo, so you know the gays will be showing up every day for her. You know what every I mean? Day. Like, yes, I queen, yes. <laughs> Saturdays, Saturdays, fun day. Saturday, fun day. Um, but that's that's what I that's what we need to see. But anyway, so Sutton, okay, she had a party, okay. And she had merch at her party. Like she just like does any like she brought her store home and was like, anybody want to buy something? Like <laughs> this Avon no, lady. Totally <laughs> oh my god! She had a trunk which show a called a Parisian cool. party. Yeah, which is a little classless. I think like I would not be trying to sell things to my friends. I didn't at fully, a dinner party. I didn't understand it because it was like I'm gonna have yeah. a Par- Parisian lunch. I want a French. This French thing. And then she like mentions France and it's like, what does she love about France? Walking in the rain. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. I don't like to walk in the rain, but you can do it. And then she's right. like, <laughs> but, and then the party is like white flowers. It's dresses that, from her thing, jewelry. And then she opens the door and says, bonjour. And that makes it French. Like, bitch, I'm gonna open my door and say, <laughs> I'm gonna say, um, Hasta luego, and like and make it a and make it a Spanish party. Like, what the hell? Why could I not think of any Spanish words? And I'm fucking Puerto Rican. What the hell is hola, going on in my head? Hola, hello, girl. I was even I was just trying to be more cute. And why did I say hasta luego? Like, get out. Like, that's really how I am at a party. Though. Like, get out. Like, okay, thank you for coming. Leave, um, leave now. Thank you. Yeah, but the Kyle, that whole situation with Kyle, because. She's like, this is my house. This is my house. This is my house. This is my house. My house. Oh my god! <laughs> like, okay, girl, we got it. She got your house. It kind of is a little weird though that they are like shooting in her house. So you know what I mean? Like, because we've, uh-huh. we've seen them do it for so long when they were in that house. So, but it's true. But it's just, and it's, and that's not even that's not even her house right now, right? This is her temporary home, right? It's such, she's having yes. a house built. That's the other yeah. thing too. Sutton trying to act like she's having all these issues because she's leaving her home while she's building oh a multi multi million dollar mansion and staying at a multi million dollar mansion that she customized for herself. And it's it is kind of weird too that she's renting it off of Kyle. It feels like yeah, like a conflict of interest. Like if you get into a really bad fight, is Kyle going to come and be like, "Up, oh, I'm keeping your deposit. Sorry." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh you made a hole here sorry <laughs> like <yeah. laughs> they were showing like like and sutton moved in like she's got chandeliers up in the house like what like i thought this is a yeah. temporary home and you're putting up chandeliers i <laughs> that's a lot of work that's a lot of money you're paying which you know what I'm not going to hate on it because she's keeping people in work especially during the time pandemic that people were able to come into her house and laborers yeah so let's look yep. at it on the bright side. So she is funneling that. That's how I justify like the, the Kardashians as well, because they're like actual businesses. It's not just one person anymore. It's like a whole yeah. team. And there's like a, there's a factory that's packaging it. And there's women at that factory and there's a receptionist at that factory. So that's why I can justify like 
okay, Kim Kardashian is okay because they're keeping all those people employed. So same situation with Sutton. She's keeping everybody employed. She spent $35,000 on a party, $35,000 on a party with nothing to show for it, but her dresses and some flowers. I don't get it. What about Lisa's? Okay, here's one of Lisa's storylines that she's given us for these past few years. She wears the same clothes as other people. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, that's so crazy. Like, I mean, so obviously these girls have different stylists, right? Because if you have the same stylist, I advise you to not get the same dress that I just sold to Kyle. You know, like, I, okay, I bet you. Here's my fan theory. Okay, you guys, here's another here's another conspiracy theory by D'Angelo. Okay, so same way how we want to get Erica over on Vanderpump Rules. I have a feeling, yeah. I have a feeling that Lisa Renna has given everybody a gift, like the bunny that she gave Kim. <laughs> but everybody's yeah. gift has a secret camera. So she sees what the girls are wearing and she's going <laughs> to do it too. So this way she has a yeah. better storyline. And that is yeah. why Lisa Renna is a good housewife because she yeah. puts cameras in the other ladies' houses so she can yeah. know what they're wearing. No, just and like I that. love her, but you know, that dress did not look great on her. I hate to say Kyle did it better than she did. Um, mm, but that Kyle dress did, did nothing for Lisa. That dress did nothing for Lisa. It didn't even seem like a Rena dress, actually. So I was like, mm, yeah, it was not about it. it. It was not a fan. So Okay, how about Garcelle when she walked in? She was like, Are you playing? <laughs> when she saw the two of them <laughs> when she saw them sitting in the same dress. <laughs> right. Are you guys playing? <laughs> like, right. But then Kyle goes, that she stole my dress and Sutton stole my goddamn house. Yeah, that was pretty great. I love that. That was great. I was like, <laughs> look at you looking at your trauma and making fun of it, girl. You go with yourself. <laughs> like, she really did. She worked through that trauma now, but it's just, it's, um, it's fun. And then, then they get into the whole situation where, you know, uh, it, this is the day that Biden and Harris were actually called as the winners, which I wish, yeah. you know, it would have been nice if they would have made a little bit of a bigger deal about it because it was so happy, you know, but yeah. whatever. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, so, and then Erica shows up, you know what I mean? And then that's where they give us our to be continued. And it's like, we know it's going to be to be continued. It's a soap opera. Yeah. It comes on every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I just, yeah. The way that Erica also walks through that door and puts her like closes the door and puts her hand on it, like making an entrance, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's just very like ugh, you're a supervillain, aren't you? You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's an Austin Powers villain. That's what she is now. Like she's one. Like, <laughs> she stole money from widows and children, allegedly, and orphans, <laughs> orphan, orphans and widows. That's what they say, quote unquote. Orphans and um, widows. Yeah. But like, if you look at her timeline too on, on Instagram, it's so bad because it's like, it's so insensitive, it feels, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just do some better. I mean, with everything going on, but I don't think that when you have a lawsuit like that going on that you can even mention anything of that. So to say I don't think you need to pro- say that, but I think that you don't need to be like getting glam. Yeah. Yeah. And like when she, she posted that, that scapegoat one is the really like one. And that's, that's the one where drunk drawn. That's another Instagram account. She has a retweet of it or she has a repost of it. And it's her on the cross being crucified in, in a, um, 
in a little thong and like her earrings say widows and orphans. Oh my God. And, she, and she's screaming Balenciaga. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it at all. It's on her Instagram. Look at me. Oh Lord. Do you see it? Yeah, that's not great. So someone, but someone did that. A fan somebody, art. somebody fan arted that. She put scapegoat, and now it's on her timeline. And the rest of her timeline is all like there's Fox Force Five. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, it's more stuff about bags. Like it's just yikes. Yeah. And so, and then she's got, and, and then she has her contractual ones where she has to post about the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but since the stuff is like popped out, it's just like. I don't know what she needs to do to make this okay, but I think it's just don't post that stuff of you. Like, be sexy, still post your thirst traps and everything else because that's what your brand is. You know what I mean? Like, don't slut shame her because that's not what this is about. Okay. Yeah. But like, but like posting a picture of yourself on the cross, screaming Balenciaga when your earrings say widows and orphans, it's a little yeah. problematic, Erica. Come on. Absolutely. Like, I get what she's trying to do and like give credit to that artist. Because that was fan art, obviously, right? Or someone made that because they don't like her. But she's able to maybe take something dark and laugh about it, which probably is not the best thing either to be doing. But I think that's where she's coming from. Yeah, I just think with the with the whole way it's all kind of panning out is that, you know, maybe not even acknowledge that part of it just do your promotions. I don't know because yeah. it's like her whole brand is like, I give no fucks. I got money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm a sex kid. So then like keep doing just... that then. Yeah. So then keep doing that then though, you know? So, which I mean, I think that's what she's doing. Like it is super insensitive to be posting her getting glam, but that's her brand. So I think maybe for that, she's just not. But there's no, yeah, but there's like, but who's paying for it anymore? And that's the whole question that everybody's going to keep on asking is like, who pays Bravo? for it? Bravo? <laughs> no, the, the Bravo doesn't. That's the whole thing is, is if, if, I mean, Bra- the, the, if the money if, that she's getting from Bravo is paying yeah. for it now. When she was spending $40,000 a month, Bravo was like, we don't pay you that much. Um, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the whole, you know, it, it, it's just, it's so problematic on her end. So, I don't know. Anyways, I just, um, I'm here to watch it. I'm like here for it this season. I'm into it. I can't wait to see it all unfold. I'm excited. So, yeah. (laughs) She's just interesting, Miss Erica Jane. Um, Okay. So, you guys, this has been a really cute episode of bald and bingeable uh here with nelson today we have went through a whole bevy of topics so i hope you guys appreciate it. if you guys have any comments or anything make sure you guys go hit me up in my dms i am on instagram and twitter at d'angelo gogo you can find me on tiktok at d'angelo i have not posted on tiktok for a little while i'm taking a moment because i want my algorithm to change anyways uh my <laughs> good friend here miss nelson castillo where can they find you um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at yesqueen. That's Y A A three S's and then Queen spelled with a K because I didn't go to school. Yes. <laughs> Look inside the show I'm notes also- too. I'll put a little. I'll, I'll put his. <laughs> I'll put his bio in my in the show notes as well. So. Uh, also on Facebook, and I will have some upcoming GoGo gigs coming up soon. So um, those will be to be determined. But 
we have some fun stuff coming up. <laughs> Absolutely. I know that we have, uh, there's a bunch of projects. I know that you guys will find me. I'm already kind of booking out in July. So, um, you're yep. not gonna you're not gonna be there with me at PEX on the first Saturday, are you? Saturday. Um are you? No, I don't think so. I I, I might be. Um some things have kind of changed, so hopefully I can do that. But if not, then I will be there for our pride beer bus that we're gonna do that Thursday. So yeah, you need to do I'll it. Be doing anyway. that for sure. So okay. Yeah. So that yeah, so that's gonna be happening. So the month of July, you guys on July third, I'm in San Diego at PEX for the Thirst Beer Bust. It's only late to eight to eleven and it's a cute little fun time. I will be in LA on the tenth at Precinct for Barracuda. Those tickets are available online already, guys. And then you guys, we're gonna be at Thirst on July fifteenth. You're gonna find us for the Pride Thirst over at PEX Bar in San Diego. And then again. Uh, there's also tickets available for the Saturday, Saturday, the 17th, which is San Diego Pride weekend, the Escapade uh, Yacht Party. It's going to be over there on the Hornblower Inspiration. It's a big old boat. We have Joe Whitaker Presents, I'm sorry, Joe Whitaker Productions, who Joe was on the show recently. It's his party. I'm collaborating with him on the entertainment pieces for that. We're going to have a bunch of drag queens. We have Chad Michaels, Jasmine Echelon, Jasmine Simone Echelon. We also have Momo on there. So it's going to be a fun time. Lots of surprises, lots of entertainment that's going to be happening. So those are the things that I have coming up this month. Like and subscribe to Bald and Bingeable anywhere that you guys listen to podcasts. Give us five stars over on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a little message in there. Just go ahead and say great podcast or leave a smiley face emoji. Just any kind of action if I can get that with the star situation and also reviews, that would be really, really wonderful. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of Bald and Bingeable. Good night from the lower level. Good night from the lower level. Saturday.